Season 3, Episode 5, Is Expensive Audio Gear Better? This is something that uh, I tell you guys all the time that the audio industry is full of marketing at all angles. It makes people feel as if you need to purchase the best audio equipment. And in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about a story that recently happened to me. Before we get into this, check out the free three exclusive videos I have for you. You can go to itsgratuitous.com forward slash FL Studio. And those beginner videos for FL Studio users, you can get some free training, okay? That's itsgratuitous.com forward slash FL Studio. All right, so here is the story. So I recently started uh, riding uh, a mountain bike more uh, just for exercise. Right now it's winter. But in the summertime, it's awesome where I live. There's tons of mountains and you just, I can literally just leave my house and I just go into the mountains. It's really, really nice. Now, let me just break down the story. I purchased this mountain bike off of a local website for like $60 10 years ago. And it's been a great little bike. I've maybe just had to change like the brakes on it. But I got to the point where I was like, hey, I'm starting to ride a bike a lot more. I want to upgrade just a little bit. I don't want to be purchasing a super expensive mountain bike because if you are into the mountain biking uh, industry, you know that these bikes can get to like $10,000, $12,000. And that's not what I'm wanting to purchase. I am just wanting a little bit better improvement. Now, if you are going to purchase a mountain bike, you can do that from something like Walmart, which Everyone knows that you're going to purchase a bike from Walmart. It's going to work, but especially when you are an adult, it's probably not going to be like the best mountain bike. Then there is another option around here. It's called Canadian Tire. It's kind of like a local kind of hardware store where you can purchase like so many different things, everything from like camping equipment to like things for your vehicles to like Tupperware containers to shavers. It's kind of like a Walmart, but a little higher quality. They also sell mountain bikes. And their mountain bikes can get to like $800, $900, but it's still kind of at that point where you're like, hmm, if I'm going to be purchasing $800 for a mountain bike, I think I'd rather pay a little bit more money and get at least quality name brand, right? Because that's usually what you want to get when you are in an industry. Now, don't worry, this is going to relate to audio in just a moment. So anyways, I purchased a mountain bike from a mountain bike store where they sold pretty half decent bikes. I did not buy the high end one and I have not had a good experience with this bike. The brakes have been inconsistent. I've had to bring it into the shop and they keep fixing it for free, which is good. But it's just the fact that you would think that you would be purchasing a more expensive item and you would get a better experience. Now, here is the moral of the story of what I want to talk about with audio. In this audio world, it's not about how expensive something is. It's about does it work for you? That is the biggest thing I can pass on to you. It doesn't matter how expensive it is. Does it work for you? Because it could be a $90 item. It could be a $9,000 item. It could be a $9 item. The fact is, does it work? Does it do what you want it to do? And does it suit your workflow? That is the hardest thing to find. Even if you purchase the most expensive item in the world, it may not be for your workflow and for your style. I've always known that, but it's just something that maybe you need to hear as well. Because in the audio industry, when we talk about analog gear and we talk about plugins and mixing in the box, 
everyone always thinks, oh, the analog world is way better. But I'll tell you that, yes, the analog world is expensive and people perceive it as better. The fact is that it's working backwards. There's some things where analog has to exist, such as this microphone, or if I'm plugged into a preamp, that type of equipment I don't really see ever really going away. That's what you need to use to power this microphone and to get it into my computer. But once it's in the computer, the best workflow is using your audio plugins. And if you were to choose a very high quality plugin versus a low quality plugin, see high quality and low quality does not mean expensive. The fact is you are getting the awesome workflow of what we call recallability. In other words, you can reopen the project and it lowers your settings. You cannot really get that in the analog world. Yes, in recent years, they started to come out with these new tools where you can use the analog equipment and it recalls it in a digital way, but you are still reliant on that piece of analog equipment if it ever fails, if they ever stop creating that unit. So all I'm trying to say is understand that a tool works best for your workflow. A tool that works good for me may not work good for you. For example, at the moment, I'm using the Mackie Big Knob Studio, which allows me to switch between two sets of monitors. And it's also an audio interface built in. It's pretty compact. No, it is not the best audio interface out there. And I was playing with the ASIO driver the other day because newer audio interfaces have something called loopback. And I was thinking, oh, I can lower my audio latency in my courses or like when I'm training, when I'm playing the keys, which is important because low latency on the keys allows you to play more naturally, more real. And so I was playing with the Mackie's ASIO driver compared to the FL Studio ASIO driver. And while the Mackie Big Knob Studio audio interface itself is very good, I really, really like the workflow, but the ASIO driver, from my experience, is not very good. I was not able to get as low latency compared to the FL Studio ASIO driver. And so that's what I'm trying to say that it's all about understanding what works for the workflow. So don't get tricked out there. Don't be thinking that you need to be purchasing that super expensive microphone or that super expensive audio interface. Understand that it's all about what works for you. It could be really expensive. Sometimes purchasing that expensive item is like, that is the difference because it's name brand, you know it's good. Sometimes name brand is deceiving and it actually isn't better and the knockoff is even better sometimes for the price as well as it works even better. So that's something that you have to do as your own person. Try out the item. Does it work good? Then you know that that's the piece of equipment for you. Sometimes you got to purchase equipment. Sometimes you have to return equipment. It's an ongoing process. But what you will discover when you look at all these different producer studios Everyone has different equipment, and the main reason is because they have found that piece of equipment works for them. In the mixing world, you will see a lot of people use a lot of analog gear, and I think that's two parts. One, that's what they know. That's their workflow. Two, it also gets people feeling as if like, oh, they're in the big studio. They have the nice equipment. But I'll tell you, FabFilter plugins for the workflow and being able to reopen projects, that supersedes, in other words, that beats analog gear any day by being able to quickly reopen a project and you're good to go. All right, so I hope you enjoyed this episode where I was just talking about that 
Expensive equipment doesn't always mean better. Sometimes it does, but what's more important is understanding your workflow, and that is very hard to do. It's gonna take years, it's gonna take purchasing items, returning items, and I use the mountain bike analogy to give you guys a perspective that I actually tried to purchase a higher quality bike and I actually have not gotten a better experience. I actually had a better experience on that cheap $60 to $80 bike that I purchased from a local website. And you know, brand new, that bike's maybe like three, $400. Like it's not a very expensive bike, but it's super comfy. The brakes work good and it's like never broken down. I purchased this new bike, which is significantly more money. The brakes don't work good. The seat wasn't as comfy. Even just sitting in the bike, it honestly isn't even as comfy as the other bike I had. So in a situation like that, it's not something like an audio interface that you can purchase, try and kind of return. When you buy a bike, it's kind of like you're stuck with it and it's kind of the way it is. So there you guys go. I hope you guys like the episode. If you guys want to learn FL Studio, visit me over at itsgratuitous.com. All right, there's tons of courses, books, sounds, uh, tons of different free resources to get you guys up and running, okay? I'll talk to you in the next episode.